Welcome to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Welcome to episode 6 of the Blarney podcast, the official podcast of London Irish. And a happy new year from everyone here at London Irish. Coming up on this week's podcast, we recap last weekend's Aviva Premiership match with Saracens at Allianz Park. And we also look ahead to this weekend's game where we welcome Exeter Chiefs to the Medeski Stadium. Last week, London Irish travelled to Allianz Park to play Saracens in the Aviva Premiership. In a match that was plagued with poor weather, Saracens came out on top thanks to two David Strettle tries and the boot of Owen Farrell cancelling out two Tom Homer penalties to leave the score at 22-6. Andrew, it was not the start to 2015 that the Exiles were looking for, was it? No, it was always going to be a tough game. Um, Saracens, formidable side, very well resourced, huge squad, um, able to rotate players. And obviously they would have been smarting because we were the only side to beat them in the regular season at their ground last year. So they were clearly after revenge and they got that. Um, probably disappointing to go into half-time 11-0 down with the wind with us. We had a couple of opportunities that we didn't take. And um, in the end, a couple of defensive lapses allowed David Schroeder to get across the line twice. Um, and that was a game. But just after half-time, around 48 to 50 minutes, 11-6 down after two quick Tom Homer penalties and you're in the game but unfortunately a couple of um, just lapses really um, cost London Irish so you know it, it, the game's done we, we move on Exeter this weekend another challenge and uh, another big game and despite what was a frustrating result and a loss there were still some positives to take from it obviously Harry Allen got his first start and we've also in recent weeks seen the return of Nick Rouse yeah, absolutely. Listen, we all know what Nick Rouse can do. Players, player of the season last year. Um, great work rate, hits rucks, tackles, just works hard throughout, which is what every, every club needs. Um, and Harry Allen, I mean, what a story. Obviously, a lot's been made. I'm sure you've all read in the papers um, Harry's past, but he's been given a chance at London Irish. We've clearly got a, an issue in the hooking position with four contracted hookers currently unavailable although saying that David Pace is back this weekend. But what a story. Harry to come back in, play a full 80 minutes of rugby, worked hard, would have slept well that night, as Brian Smith alluded to in the press, because he, he did work so hard throughout. But set piece was accurate enough. Obviously, the scrum, scrum came under a little bit of pressure. Um, but on the whole, I think for Harry, a good, a good day's work and something to move forward from from his point of view as well. So brilliant. And so there you go, definite positives to take from the game. And obviously it's you know, a startling fact is after almost three, four months out for Nick Rouse, two, two games gone and he's played 156 minutes. So well, very look, impressive and testimony I, to the new facilities. Yeah, as, as, as Nick's already alluded to this week on, on, the, on the website, you know, he's paid real testament to the facilities and the backroom staff here as well to get him in a condition that he can actually go out there and play a full game of rugby without actually having any A-League or anything to, to, to jump into first. So, you know, behind the scenes, what we've got at this club is second to none. You know, infrastructure's in place, personnel's in place to ensure that when you go through your rehab program, you come back in better physical condition than potentially before the injury. So, great to have Nick back and great to see that the work that's going on behind the scenes has been fully appreciated by the, by the players. And that is something that he mentions in the interview on the website, that he now feels that he's if anything, fitter in a better place now than he was before he got injured after a whole pre-season. So, huge steps for him. Now, Andrew, it's time to run us through the latest team news for the weekend. 
Yes, so um, five changes has been, have been made to the to the London Irish team for, for Sunday, and we can run through it quickly for you. Uh, back three will be Andrew Fenby at fullback, who's moved in uh, in place of Tom Homer, who is uh, among the replacements. Top to Ojo and Alex Lewington. Now, Alex Lewington, we'll hear from later on, but he really was on fire, wasn't he, mm. um, last week, and he obviously scored the try against uh, London Welsh on Boxing Day. So in a rich vein of form is, is Alex Lewington. Centre partnerships new this week with Owen Griffin, coming into the 12 slot and uh, Fergus Mulcrone retaining his place at outside centre. I think Owen's decision is um, probably more of a distribution role. Obviously with Chris Noakes out for the next few weeks, Shane's moved to 10. You want a second ball player at 12 uh, and as much as Owen can carry the ball, he's a great distributor. So that's probably the thinking there from, from Brian Smith and his coaching team. Um, and in the halves you've got Shane and uh, young Scott still again, a, a player who's had a really good impact coming in from Leicester Tigers in the summer, really showing his worth in the last few weeks and uh, we'll hope to push on again on uh, on Sunday. Front row makes one change, Tom Court, sorry, two changes with David Pace coming back in uh, at hooker and Helani Olika comes in for Jeff Cross at tight head as well, along with the um, ever-present Tom Court, who's been a real workhorse and a real warrior in that front row this season. George Skivington captains aside and uh, alongside his old mate Nick Rouse in the second row. And in the back row, Tom Guest comes in at blindside flanker with Blair Cowan returning at open side and Afisa Trevor Arnas running those hard lines from, from number eight. Uh, so a few changes. They all um, probably you know, make sense. They work. A couple more ball carries in the, in the pack, which perhaps we didn't have last week. Hence Alani and uh, Tom Guest's inclusion. And obviously Blair carries as well. So a few more options for Scott Still off that base of the ruck before the ball obviously goes wide to Shane. And that is something I wanted to ask you about. Obviously, Jeff Cross has picked up four tries in five games, if you, if you yeah. include his international record as well. So why, what do you think the reasoning is behind Halani being picked? Obviously, Halani is a huge ball carrier. Yeah, himself. I think the dynamism of Halani, perhaps. Um, just give us a bit more go forward. We all know um, Jeff's been in outstanding form, really, the last few weeks, especially at the set piece. I mean, obviously, I'll be delighted with his with his stats there on tries scored and appearances and whatnot. But your bread and butter is your line out, your set piece, your scrum, your line out, and he's been, you know, a real uh, workhorse there over the last few weeks. So I think it's just freshening things up slightly. Um, maybe Exeter didn't expect to see Halani starting, but obviously you've got Jeff's impact off the bench as well. So um, yeah, a bit more go forward, a bit more dynamism from Halani probably warrants that selection. And as Andrew mentioned earlier, early this week. I caught up with Alex Lewington to find out a bit more about what goes on off the pitch. Alex, thank you for joining us on the Blarney podcast. Uh, first of all, tough result against Saracens. What did you make of the game? Um, yeah, it was a tough game. Obviously, you know the conditions in the first half didn't help either team, and not much rugby was played. Um, Saracens have got a big pack, and you know you got to really front up when you go up there. It's a tough challenge. And this weekend it is against Exeter. Yourself and Jack Noll, both two young wingers who are both doing very well in the Premiership at the moment. Are you looking forward to matching up against him? Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of Jack's. You know, I was really happy for him when he got his England call up last year in the Six Nations. Um, I think he fully deserved it. Uh, he's a great player, and it's you know it's always good to test yourself against you know the informed players in the Premiership, and he's certainly one of them. And now moving away from rugby. Uh, what do you get up to in your downtime? Um, 
Aside from rugby, I uh, I study at Royal Holloway University part time. I'm doing a geography degree there, uh, which you know takes up a bit of my time. And other than that, I well I live in Richmond, so you know I like to branch out and walk around the town. You know, get into London and yeah, just enjoy enjoy where I live. To be honest. And how is the course going? Yeah, the course is going all right. Um, I'm in my third year, so. I've got a bit of time left. Uh, I think it starts again this week, so I need to crack on with it. <laughs> and finally, uh, we've just entered a new year. What's your New Year's resolution? Mm. My New Year's resolution is probably probably it's probably a two-part resolution, uh, starting with to make the most of my gym sessions as. I mean, I, I train in the gym, but maybe not as hard as some of the other lads. And to, to back that up, my I want to improve my diet a little bit. There are a few, few, you know, little treats sneaking in there. I'm a bit of a sucker for a pack of crisps, and maybe they need to cut that out. So I think that's what my resolution is going to be. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Alex. Thank you again for joining us on the Blind Podcast. We hope to have you back again soon. No worries. And as we mentioned there in the interview, obviously... Alex coming up against another young English winger who's in fine form at the moment, Jack Knoll for Exeter Chiefs. Is there anyone else that you'd like to highlight to, for people to watch out for this weekend? I mean, they've got a superb backline, Exeter. They've got real threats, real game breakers, Jack Knoll being one of them. So obviously, Alex Lewington and the back three will have their work cut out because we know what a threat Jack is. He's a powerful runner as well and probably doesn't get enough credit for that because he's got great feet. But if you want him to truck the ball up, he's more than capable. Uh, Sam Hill in the midfield, another England under 20 player, real abrasive physical player that will knock walls down all day. So the midfield for Irish will have to be well aware of that. And up front, uh, someone like Tom Francis, who's come in at tired from London Scottish in the Championship. What a find for Exeter. Real, real solid set piece, and he'll work Tom Court hard on Saturday. And you've got the experience of Wallaby and the captain for Exeter in, in Dean Mum. And then in the back row, you've got the likes of Dave Ewers, who's quietly going about his business, um, certainly on that England radar, and uh, Thomas Waldron, Thomas the Tank, who's, you know, new lease of life down in Exeter. Mm. He's re-found that form that we all saw when he came to Leicester for the first time, and, you know, he's hungry, and um, knocking on the door of England again, so he's going to be one to watch for the Irish back row in particular. And obviously extra are coming to the Medeski this weekend. Andrew, can you help us out on what's going on this weekend? Yeah, so we've got a debrief of everything happening on the match day on our website. Um, so if you take a look, there's plenty going on, plenty for the family. It's a Sunday afternoon. What better way to, to prepare for a Monday than to come and watch uh, London Irish and cheer us, cheer us on for a win. So look forward to seeing there. Plenty of activities to keep you and the, and the family busy. And that's all we have time for on this week's Blarney. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back next week uh, for the next instalment. So make sure you subscribe, download and leave us a review so we can make sure that we're bringing you the news that you want to hear. Absolutely. This show is for you guys. So if you want to hear interviews from specific players, please uh, feel free to get in touch via Twitter, all the platforms that are available to you and, uh, and let us know who we can bring in next week. Thank you for listening to The Blarney, the official London Irish podcast.